It's them wise girls. It's the wise girls. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's them wise girls. Are the names uh-huh. Stay wise to the times is the game Relationships and money talk in the old way Oh, and if you didn't hear the name Just wise girls Wise girls Hey, 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 y'all What's up? How y'all doing? How you doing today? You are loved, you are blessed, you are wonderful Welcome to episode 12 of Dim Wise Girls mm-hmm. Yes, I'm in here with my girl K-Ray yeah, what's up? Miss underscore wise one. You are here with me, Laura, at a wise one on all social media. Yeah, two wise ones. Yes. On social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two for one special with them wise girls today. So, today, is this episode is all about, it's all about me, honestly, Kara. It's I, all about you. It's all about me, 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 me. But being right. You, 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 <laughs> me being right. I'll have to give you the backstory in just a second. But this is about to be an explosive episode of <laughs> Laura just ranting. This is actually a very special episode of Them Wise Girls because this whole episode is an off the cuff special. <laughs> yes. Yes, so welcome to the dome. Yes, so yes, you are welcome to when I say it, it's wrong. But I'm about to show you that a bitch is right. Okay, <laughs> anyway, let's, let's get some background on um when I say it, it's wrong. Um, I think, was this last? It wasn't last year, but it was like. No, I think it was earlier this year. It was earlier this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had made this Facebook post because. A lot of people were proclaiming that black women were upset about Michael B. Jordan allegedly dating a white woman. And I i mean, I don't know who he dates. I, and I really don't care. What I was trying to portray in this post, though, is I showed pictures of several different celebrities and their wives. And I said that I would not be upset if Michael B. Jordan dated a woman who looks like this because honestly... She looks like all of them. She had long, dark hair. She had olive-colored skin. She had a nice body. You know, she just, she had the thing, the thing that's it right now. And then it started to become a debate somehow. It turned from, an you know, an archetype of woman that mm-hmm. is considered attractive. Yeah. Or desirable or just, you know, the guy who the... With the money and the power ends up with. Yeah. The, the, the cool guy, the, the popular cool guy. guy, the and rich is, guy. The, and, and I did yeah. associate this look with a look that um, successful black men like. And not just, you know, entertainment successful, not just successful in life. Yes, because we don't see those people. We see celebrity entertainment, you know, in the media. Well, we know actually successful people. And those things are tend to be more based on... Different things. Different yes. things. Real but, life. But just you know, successful in the day. sense of entertainment-wise. Yeah. This is just something that they go for. So I put a lot of pictures of men and their women. And I really didn't say anything callous about the women, and I didn't say anything callous about the men. All I said was, is if Michael B. Jordan got with a woman, regardless of her race, who had these features. Features. Who had these features. 
like a car, yeah. honey. Uh, it's got power steering. It's got air conditioning. <laughs> it's got seat warmers. You know, it can park itself. Uh, it, with these features, I would not be upset because that's par for the course. She looks mm-hmm. like all these other women. And somehow it turned into a you don't like light-skinned women debate. And, oh, my God, look what you're saying. Which, by the way, you seem to be getting lighter and lighter every year. You know, <laughs> honestly, I got a new phone. I took a selfie. It has a brighter selfie light on it. <laughs> and I looked at my pictures. I was like, who is this light-skinned girl in my pictures? Dang. I think I got vitiligo. Anyway, uh, that's awful. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to the... I was just trying to say how they gonna tell you you what you was hating on light skinned people when you you know you caramel yourself. Our mother is a very fair skinned. That's woman. what I be feeling. I feel like if you're my friend on Facebook, I post my mom all the time. It is very clear that my mama. I am mixed. I am mixed. I am mixtually <laughs> raised. You know why? I said mixed. No, oh, you better. Mama better not hear this because it's gonna make her mad. I know. Why light skinned people always get mad when you tell them that they light skinned? But I am mixed. I am multiracial. Mm-hmm. I am mixed with light skin and dark skin. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. But let's get back to the part how I know I'm right. Yes. Because when I say it, it's wrong. So flash forward to this week, I was just bored. I had nothing to do. I was scrolling through YouTube. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to watch this episode of Unks, uh, The Best Man Unsung. You know, because I, I don't know. It's like my guilty pleasure. When I get bored, I watch Unsung. Mm-hmm. I won't watch it when it's on, but, like, on YouTube, yeah. I watch Unsung anyway. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I love the best man. I could stand to look at Terrence Howard play Quentin for a few minutes. I'll watch it. And Malcolm D. Lee was talking about the casting of the movie. And he was talking about why he cast each individual. And he was talking about the casting of Mia, who plays, uh, that's the character, who is Lance's wife. Mm-hmm. She was played by Monica Calhoun. And he said that... When he originally went to cast Mia, he was looking for a light-skinned actress because the wives of football players typically tend to be light-skinned. Mm-hmm. He and was looking for somebody who filled an archetype of this trophy wife mm-hmm. for a football player. Boom. And he felt like that's going to be a light-skinned woman. Right. And he wasn't saying this like with an implicit bias. He no, was just he was just that. saying, I'm trying to fill a character. I'm trying to fill an archetype. I thought this is what was going to match up. He wasn't saying it like in a salacious type of way. But when he realized that uh, Monica Calhoun was Mia, yeah. he casted her. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like the implicit, you know, the bias of what he was actually looking for. Like he wasn't rigid in his thinking like, oh, no, you can't play this character. But when he saw her, he's like, you know, you fit everything that I'm looking for in this character. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and cast, and cast you. you. Yeah. I thought it was a really good juxtaposition considering her movie previously was Players Club. So it settled a range. Yeah. And it was like, oh, well, that's nice. It's a, you know, it's a shame what happens to black actresses, but this episode is not about that. Anyway. <laughs> so, yes. And I was like, but you have to understand, when I was watching this episode of Unsung, look, I work in tech support. So if something's not broken, I'm kind of like... This is my slow season. So I was at work. He said what he said about the casting, and I just let one off at work, girl. I was like, now when I say it, it's wrong. All my coworkers were like, what are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. You went off at work. I went off at work. I was so mad in my feelings and so, so validated. Like, yo, so he just said exactly what I was saying, and 
but when I said it, it's wrong. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And other people, other people have said similar things, and I kind of had that in the back of my mind, but they didn't say exactly that. Yeah. But when Malcolm D. Lee said that, I said, oh, hell no. Nah. When I said it, it's wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrongity wrong. Did you uh, break it down, the whole thing, for your coworkers? Did you have no. a discussion about it? No. you no. just like, yeah. Well, I have a discussion with them. Anyway, let's, that's a long Because sometimes, you know, y- y'all y'all be getting into it. We had y'all, already yeah. talked about it when I made the original post. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I, and I, that was a long conversation. So, yeah. I, didn't wanna, I, didn't, I wasn't in the mood. Yeah. I just wanted to take my validation and run. Uh, <laughs> because I was right. Oh, I was right. Yeah. And I have this discussion a lot. And some people tell me I'm wrong. Some people tell me that I am right. Um, But. Some people tell you you're somewhere in the middle. Some people tell me I'm somewhere in the middle. And, uh, and then some people like to go, oh, you have a problem with light-skinned women. It's like, what? What? That is so untrue. Some of my best friends are light skinned. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's not go there with that comment. <laughs> Hello, folks. That doesn't work. Don't bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But for real, I don't have an issue. I really, really don't have an issue. I don't have a problem with it. And honestly, I think like and honestly, I think it wasn't even almost the light skinness. You were like, look at all these women. They look similar. Similar. You know. The way they stop, I mean, their hair color, their hair texture, Hell, their their, their body shape. Um, They've all got on the same Dolce and Gabbana dress. The, no, you know, kidding. the way they were dressing. It was other things other than their skin that made these women look similar. Yes, because yeah. the women that I posted were actually, well, some of them are of the same race, and some of them were of multicultural races. Mm-hmm. Like, these were not all the same you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and if I told you that uh, successful white men, like women with blonde hair and blue eyes and big boobs, would it offend you? Would it feel like that's also not an archetype? Even though all the housewives of <laughs> I can't think Orange County of Orange County is like they all have blonde hair, plastic boobs, and stiff faces, like. It's it, it's not like a shocker to you then into your system. Or if I told you they you have to be skinny to date a white man, you don't have to be. But like, there are just certain archetypes that go with with the ideal of success. Mm-hmm. And a beautiful woman is considered a success. And I think beautiful woman changes every ten to fifteen years. You know, it does. Um, and like not just bodies, beautiful in yeah. the concept of actually being beautiful. Because to me, I feel like, you know, beauty is an encompassing thing. Mm-hmm. It's made up of several different factors. And sometimes the longer you know someone, the more beautiful they get. And sometimes somebody that you've known a split second can seem so ugly in their spirit and just starts coming out. And you're just like, yes. You know what I mean? So I believe that beauty is, is a whole thing. It's yeah. a totality. And... You know, the Holy Ghost beautifies. That's all I can say. It's just something totally different. You know, it's a spiritual, mental, it's, it's, physical yeah, thing. Yeah. But the concept or the the proportions or the components of, of physical what, attraction, there's there's trends in, in it There's tr- over time. Over time. Uh, I mean, like, y- years ago. Well, just like, you know, what do you think about... How it was in trend to have these big boobs, 
First, it was big boobs. You have you got some boobs. You ain't got no boobs. Get Where's some boobs. boobs. Get some boobs. And now it's booty. That's it's all ass. about the booty. I mean, I feel like you know, in the African American community, yeah, you there's always been you know more of this um, focus on the butt, having some butt shape, a, shape, having it's a been shape. A very focus on shape. Um, but now it's now it's so big it's spread beyond the african-american <laughs> community and everybody wants some booty and now it's uh big booty little waist and still some big boobs it's being thick it's you know there's trends and the trend will change again it's definitely a trend because you know what it was ironic because i watch uh videos from the earlier 2000s sometimes mm-hmm. with my daughter and i look at the girls that were like the video women of mm-hmm. the videos and their butts did not look like how their they look butts now. were not big i mean they had i mean they had nice bodies but it wasn't like it wasn't like uh rotundo booty coming at you boom 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 it was not this like <laughs> Oh my goodness! It's, it was. Not. It wasn't like this massive continent on the back of somebody's backside, yeah. especially in proportion to their actual body to size, to the rest of their body size, to their legs, their thighs, their their waist, the everything the else, everything like the super duper thick, 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 thick. It was like, oh man. And it was just an observation. I just thought it's ironic how beauty standards change, mm-hmm. you know, every five to six years, every seven to eight years. They just change. Yeah. You know, and what what is a desirable attribute can change, and they can sell it to you. They can go. They can. Mm. They can package it up. They can package it. And then from what you see, you're like, oh, yeah, I like that. And it's like, well, do you like it, or are you just constantly being exposed to mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Because I think what people legitimately like and what they get exposed to start to become intertwined. Mm -hmm. Like, do I really want this? Because to me, attraction, desire, and interest come from proximity. Mm -hmm. Someone gets close to you, you get to know them. And it doesn't have to be a deep get to know. They could say something interesting. They could move a certain way. A confidence about them can attract you to them. And so then you're interested. Mm-hmm. Now, that interest might not last very long, but you are indeed interested. Yeah. Um, and I think that those concepts start to fade to the background when you just keep getting exposed, 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 exposed to something. And it's like, well, mm. I think I'm going to deny this interest for what I've been exposed to. Like, mm, no, no interest, no, no mojo. I want to get what I've been interested in, mm-hmm. in the sense of like what I've been exposed to. Like, I'd rather have, let's give an example, catfish. Oh my God. First of all, I hate catfish, but my daughter watches it. Oh, the show. Yes. Okay. No, I'm like, hungry no. right now. And you're Actual like, catfish. You I love K Ray. What are you talking about? Who are you? I know. I was like, I like, what is she talking about? We love catfish. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, I'm talking like, okay. The show. The, the show. show. Catfish. Okay. Show catfish on MTV. I don't like it. My daughter watches it all the time. And sometimes I watch these episodes where men have these like relationships. They have been talking to somebody online for two, three years. Mm-hmm. And I think. I get so attached to people 
internally. So, like, if we've been talking and, you know, just different things, and then I find out you don't look the way that you said you looked, I would feel upset about the lie, but I might still be interested in you as a person. I mean, as long as, I don't Oh, there's levels to this, but <laughs> I'd be interested. And I just think some of these women aren't, some of the women were not bad badly, you know, yeah. they weren't bad looking to me. And and I thought, oh, dang, she just doesn't look like what she said she looked like. But at the, But if everything else was her, all of that was me. All of that was me. I just don't look the way you thought I looked. You immediately become disinterested. Like, ooh, cut off. And don't get me wrong, I understand the betrayal of the lie. But I just think, did you just go like, meet like, shh. remember your fiddler in the roof and everybody turned their back? They'd be like, woo. And I'd be like, dang, that's an immediate cutoff. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if it's the television element or, you know what I mean? I always wonder, like, what's the element that makes them completely turn away like that? And I think if you do not look the way a man wants, like, if he's not visually interested, he cannot convince himself to be mentally, spiritually. Mm-hmm. All the other interests cannot occur if you are not visually appealing. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. That works on both sides of the fence. It does. It does. I just, it's hard because I think people don't realize what they're learning by just everyday stimuli and seeing things. How much you're learning. Like, think about how you learn. Like, when you have to memorize stuff in school. Like, you look at it over and over and over again. Or you do some flashcards. You pull up a flashcard. And then you like, okay, this is this answer. You create this association in your brain. So you always pair two things together. So if you're always seeing um, successful men with a certain type of architect of woman then you're going to associate those two things together. Together. Whether it's conscious or not, you've put these things together. And so now all men who see that are going to go after this certain type of woman when they become successful. Or whether it's just not even successful. It, whatever is just in within a community. You know what I'm saying? If that's what they've been praising... They've been praising this type of body type, this type of woman who looks like this or who has this type who of skin. Who has this hairstyle. Who and has you this keep body hearing shape. that in your community over and over and over again. If you don't have a conscious thought to think beyond that, then it's just what you're going to gravitate towards. It's what mm-hmm. you, it's what you're going to preach. You know, you're going to make it your your reality, and it's going to be true. Girl. And you know what? It's like when I point out th- different things that people do to just people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's playing this game on Facebook now where, like, they pick a, ce- a celebrity and they say, I'm I'm the – I'm trying to think of a celebrity. Like, I am the Debbie Allen of Cincinnati. And I put a picture of me. I put a picture of Debbie Allen. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be like, oh, you look alike. So I felt recently, I was like, I feel like a lot of girls are posting that they look like Jill Scott, which I think is, you know, I don't really find anything wrong with it. But some of, like, it's just, it was so many people who was like, I'm the Jill Scott of, that I felt like, do we all look like Jill Scott? But really was, is that I've gotten the compliment, like, has anyone ever told you you look like Jill Scott? Mm -hmm. And I think, no. 
You know, people don't tell me that regularly, but okay. They created an association with Jill Scott, this full-figured woman. And you find her attractive. Uh, yeah. And she's beautiful. Well, and all of a sudden, you feel like, I'm attracted to this woman who is of a certain size, and I think she's beautiful. You look, you like, you look like Jill, Jill Scott. Scott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just me who's gotten this compliment. Uh, you know, all, my friends are fuller figures. Yeah. So we go out, and I've heard other women get this compliment, and I thought... You know what the Jill Scott compliment means? Mm-hmm. That you are plus size and you're pretty. Yeah. Like, I get I get Michelle Obama a lot, and I'm like, I don't look like Michelle Obama. But they go like, you just carry yourself just like Michelle Obama. And I'd be like, oh, I don't really see that You know what all. that means? I don't look like Michelle Obama. Black and sophisticated. <laughs> see? That's all that means, black and sophisticated. You know what I mean? I feel like it's so many ands. It's like almost like a, I this is unexpected. Yeah. This is unexpected. This you is... are an and. Yeah. It's like insert adjectives here. Like, yeah. And you are this and this. And I just find it interesting. Even like the whole Jill Scott like craze that was going on about that old video of her at a concert. Yeah. Stimulating. Stimulating. Stimulating a microphone. The microphone. Ooh, being sensual. But the fact that they were, like, associating it with, like, ooh, see, plus-size girls can be the bomb in bed. And it was like, well, first of all, if you didn't think I could be fat and good in bed, screw you. And, um, mm-hmm. but, like, but like screw you. You don't, and you don't know, do you know me? Do you know me? Okay, I'm going to okay, calm down. Okay, I'm yes. Calm down. Let's, let's focus. <laughs> you don't know about me in these streets. But, like, if you keep giving yourself this limited perception, you will always yes. be surprised yes. when you find something that is not what they told you is yes. attractive, attractive. Yes. You. Because that, That's wrong. been their truth because it's what's been put out there. They're like, they can't think beyond that paradigm. They're like, oh, what? Fat girls couldn't be. Because uh, society has told me not to be attracted to them. So, uh, attraction means if you're attractive, that means you're, you know, you're good at sex, you're sensual, you have sexuality. But if you're not, then those things don't go together. I'm getting so upset internally. It's insane. <laughs> because I don't want to act like I'm sitting here acting like I don't think, I don't have an archetype for what I feel like an attractive man is. Mm-hmm. Everybody has qualities or features that they like. And I'm not trying to spread this like mayonnaise, okay? I'm not saying... This is every guy. This is every woman. Yeah. I'm saying that mm, we all in some form or another get caught up in yeah. what you see is what you think, think you are attracted to. Yeah. And sometimes attraction just comes in different forms. And it should not be shocking to yourself when you find like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like, and, and really, I only, I really have more, oh, okay, moments is like, when I get to know somebody, mm-hmm. like when they start talking, um, depending on what points of conversation you bring up, I really like charming, suave dudes. Yes, yes, you do. So if you sw- if you smooth and you got swag, I'm oh, okay, okay, you, okay. Know, you can you call me. You want my number? You know you want to hear me? We can talk. We can talk. And um, because my best friend, she was like, Laura is not satisfied unless she is. <laughs> she's just always was the finest dude in the room and I felt like well it's 
it's usually like a confidence factor. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like I, I like fashion, so like a well dressed guy will catch my eye. Like, oh, mm-hmm. look at you! But look at you getting dressed all by yourself. <laughs> you know, I've been I I really been wanting to move in ready kind of guy <laughs> but I have you know I have biases but I check them constantly that is the important part because it's almost the brain it's just the way the brain works it's natural to um to create a reality about what you're exposed to yes. and through your experiences and you have to check them and be like yo I only know so much everything that I have learned and experienced is not the only experience. There's stuff outside of this. So hold up, let me check myself if I'm thinking in a rigid way. You know, if I'm holding things to be uh, so true in an aspect of something can't, you know, coincide, coexist, coexist with something else mm-hmm. that I I can't. I'm getting tongue-tied. Okay, good. Yeah. It's fine It's your tongue-tied because yeah. we didn't do our movie quote yet, and I really want to get into it. Oh, yes. It's from a movie called The Truth About Cats and Dogs. So we're going to take a real quick break, and then we're going to come back with our movie quote. Hey, Laura. Your Instagram feed looks awesome. Oh, thank you. I have been working with Purple Eye Potion. They have been capturing all of my professional headshots, all the work for my blog. You should really check them out. Really? I've been looking for a professional photographer to take some engagement photos. Well, you should definitely go to their website at purpleeyepotion.com. You will get $10 off of any $50 purchase or more. You can go to Purple Eye Potion at P-U-R-P-L-E-I-P-O-T-I-O-N.com. Purple Eye Potion, the potion to capture your life in motion. Okay, so this movie quote is so stinking cute because I really love the truth about cats and dogs. <laughs> Janine Garofalo and, and Uma, Uma Thurman. Thurman. Yes. Um, Janine Garofalo plays a radio show host, and she's kind of like, you know, she's, she's a short, brown-haired woman who's intellectual and funny and has a great personality. She's educated. She's educated. She's smart. She's a good-looking woman, but she's not that... Uh, archetype of what's uh attractive woman well, was especially she, she was definitely not considered quote-unquote classically classically beautiful. beautiful that's what i was looking for yeah and uma thurman is her neighbor who yes. is classically beautiful because she's a model she's tall she's tall blonde. she's blonde she's thin mm-hmm. she's very cute and um ironically a guy the male character mm-hmm. in the movie calls in to Janine Garofalo's radio show, which is a veterinary pet show where she helps people with their pets. And he's got this dog. It's not even his dog. He's a photographer. He's taking pictures with a model and a dog on roller skates. I know, crazy, right? So he calls into a radio show and he's asking for help. And he's like, I got to get this dog out of the out of the roller skates. And Janine Garofalo calmly soothes him and the dog into taking off the rollerblades. And he's like, oh God, who is this woman? She like totally guided me through this situation in this really dope way. I need to meet her. And Janine Groff was like, ha, you don't want to meet me. 
I'm tall, I'm blonde, I'm 5'10". <laughs> yeah. She describes her neighbor. So basically, she thinks this guy is totally not interested and he's not going to come meet her. And somehow he ends up coming to her radio station and he meets up with, you know, she, Uma Thurman's in there talking to her, apologizing for something that happened the night before. Yes, yes. So basically she uh, makes Uma Thurman pretend to be her um, and Uma Thur- make Uma Thurman date this guy because she's afraid to... To show him who she is. She is. So, anyway, this is OG catfish. This is, like, before you could get on a computer and show a fake picture. Like, you actually had to have your cute friend be the catfish. And so she ended up talking to him on the phone. <clears throat> and they have these great conversations. And they actually end up really digging each other a lot. But now the problem is is that he thinks her voice is Uma Thurman. Okay? Anyway. I'm not going to give you the whole movie. I know. Because you should just start watching the, the Dim Wise you, you Girls start, movie playlist. You should. And uh, insert uh, Jamie Foxx as the uh, token black funny guy comedian. He was very cute in this movie. The comic relief. Let's not talk about Jamie Foxx. He, he regularly disappoints me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and I don't want to talk about it. So, anyway, the scene that we've picked up from is where... Uh, Janine Garofalo is talking to Uma Thurman about, you know, just the rules of attractiveness. And she basically kind of tells her, like, look, anything you do, a guy's going to think is cute because you are cute. Me, on the other hand, it's not going to happen. So let's play this movie quote. And we'll be right back. You know, you burp and guys think it's adorable. You puke and they line up to hold your hair back. See what I'm talking about? You burped and they think it's cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron, what do you think? We love this movie. We do love this movie. It's so cute. Um, I think... Side note, when he realized it was Janine Garofalo, he continued to date her. Uh, after he got mad first, of course. Well, I mean, a lie's a lie. And it took some time instead of apologizing. Yes, two whole scenes. <laughs> It is a movie. <laughs> we really need to get our fantasy life together. Uh, I think this movie is, you know, it almost kind of plays into maybe she should have just, you know, not done what she had done. Definitely. I think you have to have the confidence and the the awareness of self to really want to truly be accepted for who you actually are. Mm-hmm. Like how I look is how I, I look on the inside is who I uh, am. Everything like in your totality, in your fullness. So I'm not saying like, Oh, feel defeated by these archetypes. Oh no. Maybe it's um, maybe like this. So I'm so tongue tied today. I haven't had any coffee or anything, but <laughs> lesson message Janine Garofalo also played into the whole stereotype as a woman, you know, like she knows this is a thing. So she played into it as well as the guy did. I think he played into what she presented to him. This is true. I think if she had brought her original presentation, I don't think he would have not dated her. I don't think so either. But she thought so. That was her reality. Oh, 
You, What's ooh. your reality? I you know I hate that Kathy Hughes. What's <laughs> your reality? Reality radio. Okay, so <laughs> sorry. I can even okay, right. So there was this one time I thought this guy was really, really cute. Okay. I had an interaction with him. And after that interaction, I just felt like I knew what type of girl he dated. Oh. And it was not yeah. me. Yeah. And I was like, well, it was nice meeting you. Oh, okay. Can't wait to see okay, you again. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever look at a guy and be like, I know what kind of girls he likes. Yes. Yes. All the time. Not even just talking to them. It's like you look at him and you're like, mm, mm. I know what kind of girl he likes. Yeah, well, basically, I had a case of that. Yes. <laughs> I know what he likes. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not that, so yeah. I won't even attempt to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, well, it's nice to meet you. Da, da, da. So, you know, we kept having to see each other. And then later... um, Probably like a couple years later, he was like, oh, I'm engaged. This is my, you know, this is my fiance. Mm -hmm. And I looked at her and I was like, oh, shit, I had a chance. (laughs) You was wrong. She had, she was very much, she had, she was like, like they said, it would work. My height, my sight, my weight, doggy style. Yeah, she's about my height, my size, my weight. And I was salty to the mug. And I was like, look, I cannot keep counting myself out. Yes, don't Before count yourself out. Before I have out. even yeah. really tested the waters because yeah. I'm missing out on opportunities to talk to people who I'm interested in, who we have common things in line with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I could be out here living my best life. Yeah. But I'm counting myself out before I've even tried. Yeah. And that's not fair to myself. Not, no. And giving myself a false sense of unattractiveness. Yes. Yes. Aha! Snap, uh, snap, 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 snap! Boom! There it is. Yeah, yes. You cannot count yourself out. No, man. Don't count yourself out. Don't necessarily automatically count yourself in, but don't count yourself out. <laughs> don't have a sense of entitlement. This is true. But definitely, you know, test the waters. Even though I, I can't lie. I'm, I'm getting into my elder millennial stage, and it's like. I am so tired of rejection. <laughs> rejection in my 20s felt like, oh, he's wrong. And rejection in my 30s like, maybe he's right. He's wrong, but now I have to go home yeah. and question it. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, no, girl. No, no. Uh, I have a fullness of self like, oh, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But some days I'm just like, I'm, you know, I'm not in the mood. Actually, you know what it is? Is that I'm so comfortable in my space of like self acceptance. It's like, mm, I really don't want anything to um, <laughs> aggravate my path. So I don't want to know. Just come over here and tell me. But yeah, you can't put your, don't let other people put you in a box and don't put yourself in don't a box. Don't put yourself in a box because you really don't know what someone else likes it's until true. you find it. Like, it's true. Until you ask. Like, until you see for yourself. Me being tall, being six foot one. Like, people will always be like, oh, I bet it's so hard for you to find guys, you know, taller than you or your height. Like, what are you saying? I can't date somebody shorter than me? I can't be with somebody shorter than me? You were interested in shorter guys when you were single? Um, yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I thought that, that was my future because tall men, no, it wasn't happening. Tall men did not, it would always... You remember it was always somebody shorter than me hitting on me. Yes. Like every time I saw a really tall guy, he was with a really short girl. Yes. I, you know, I do remember that phase of life. Yeah. I do remember that phase of life. Uh, I think that's interesting. 
because I think I was talking to my best friend about it, and she was like, you've dated somebody shorter than you. Would you date somebody shorter again? I was like, yeah, just stand tall. <laughs> just stand tall. Just stand tall. Just stand Like, I don't tall. have an issue with it, especially if you're a cutie. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but, Honestly, but. I didn't have an issue with dating someone shorter than me. It was always just my general uncomfortableness with being tall. Yeah. Which I had to get over, um, so it wasn't like it not was being. A, yeah, it wasn't like like I wasn't attracted to people shorter than me. It was just my own uncomfortableness in being tall. Hmm. And I'm just saying, why strangers got to put me in that box though? Like you don't know my life. Can you telling me who I can date? I can date somebody short if I want to. I think we all have general uncomfortablenesses with ourselves that we project out onto other people like oh other people don't like this and it's like no somebody does like it Mm -hmm. you're just not opening yourself out because I think I I've given myself a complex about being you know like middle of the road like Mm -hmm. you know like I'm cute yeah I'm cute hell and I can pull myself together but I feel like there's a middle of the road and it's like I feel like America has exotic sized uh women of color Mm -hmm. so now you got to be black and Oh, yeah. And it's like, well, you know, I am, you know, I am a melting pot. My mama's light skin, my daddy's dark skin. I keep trying to tell people they're not listening, though. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but the exoticness of black and, oh, she black and Chinese, she black and this. Yeah. And it was like, look, I don't, you know what I mean? It was like defeat. Like, well, look, I do not have those qualities. I cannot mm-hmm. play in this race, and I shall not try. But I had to be like, well, girl, whatever. Yeah. Especially because I feel, like I said, beauty is a totality to me. So when I think about my wholeness, I be like, girl, girl, you cute and you can cook. You cute and you smart. Like, I had to start giving myself my own ands. <laughs> and I feel like that's what everybody else needs to do, too. Like, come up with your own ands. Don't mm-hmm. let people insert the and for you. Yeah. Because that will always upset you. Like, ooh, you fat and you pretty. You're like, Shut up. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, no. You are this and you are this. So you're smart and you talented or... Yeah, like, you, know. you tall as hell, but you pretty, though. It'd be like, why are those two things not, not mutually exclusive? I don't know. I never understood. People would be like, oh, you're so tall and you're pretty. And I'd be like, did tall... When did tall mean ugly? Girl, I don't know. It's like they put you in two categories. You either... Like either, models ain't tall. You either model or you're tall and you're ugly. <laughs> you're tall and you're a man you're tall and you're a basketball player it's just like right. oh my god I'm only laughing because I remember your utter utter pistivity <laughs> about it but no I, de- no I definitely feel you because I really get tired of the your chunky ants oh yeah I really do I'd be like and then it'd be like, it's a microaggression. You know why? Because everybody likes to act like it's not happening. But you are implying the fact that I'm not a size six. It's like, oh. It's like, you're, you're big, but you still manage to remain pretty. And you just, I just want to step on them. Anyway, insert your own ands. Uh, because when other people make the ands for you, mm-hmm. they're always incorrect and wrong i know incorrect and wrong are synonyms but bull they are both 
They are both. So I think that's our wise principle, actually. What's what's the wise principle? Insert your own ands. Insert your own ands. Check your own biases. And also that you were right. Oh yeah. Girl, I was so right. You were right. I was right then a motherfucker. Yeah. It was just, you know, an observation is not always an attack. Okay, Ray. That was an aha moment mm. for the outspoken. Um <laughs> an observation <laughs> is not finish it. Always an attack. Boom. I'm just making I legit normally just be making observations Mm -hmm. like this is not coming from a place of upsetness i'm not angry i'm just like hmm you know these women all kind of favor each other Mm -hmm. or you know what i mean like "Mm." and it was almost kind of like a defense in uh michael b jordan's case like i was defending him like yo like y'all need to chill out and check yourself like hold up think about it y'all i definitely that's why you getting mad okay right you complete me Cause girl, you complete me, K Ray. Cause that's exactly what I was saying. Like, what, what, what is there really to be mad about when this is a type? This is an archetype, mm-hmm. and it's really nothing even wrong with having. I mean, if that's what you want, get what you want out of life. And if that's what and, you want, and, and remember, cause sometimes when people get what they want, it ain't what they thought it was gonna be. So let just people just live their life, do what they want. They'll figure out on the other side. Master your own recipe. Mm-hmm. Ooh, girl, I can't tell you how many people get online talking about celebrities, and I'd be like, your whole life is in shambles. Oh. <laughs> your, whole, your whole life is in shambles. Why are you judging this other person? Why do you think fame and money changes interpersonal work that needs to be done? Uh, it does not. It does not. So that really, girl, that already master your own irritates shit. me. Master your own recipe. Cook it up, whip it up, flip it, bake it. Oh my gosh. But man, I think that's it. We're wrapping up episode 12. I know we only have one more episode of the season. One more episode and maybe a bonus episode? Possibly. We need to do some recaps and I think we need to show y'all a little bit of the behind the scenes bloopers and Ooh, maybe I can get K-Ray to do a Facebook Live. I don't know about that. Yes. Get on, girl, get, get, get it together. People want to see people. Oh, my gosh. I want to see people. Y'all, y'all hit her on Instagram, Facebook, and let her know that this Facebook Live needs to happen. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you're so cute, and uh, you're so tall. Uh, tall and cute are mutually exclusive now uh, on, in the Dim Wise Girl space. You might as well let people see. Anyway. Yes. So, get out there, master your own recipe, and fill in your own ands. Yeah, y'all. Oh, 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 oh. The real wise principle what? was that I was right. <laughs> I know that you were right. I was right. Thank you for the validation, Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm D. Lee, thank you for the validation. <laughs> Yeah. I don't have to pay for parking now. Yeah. I was right. Everybody. I 
was right. Everybody, mm, 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 uh, uh, boom, boom, shaka, locker, boom. Okay, like we're just fooling around now. <laughs> we need to close this out for real. Guess what, y'all? We're gonna see you next time on the flip side. Booyah! And if you didn't hear the name, just some wise girls, wise girls.